This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 216, How We Got Our First 2,000 Users Doing Things That Don't Scale, by Ryan Hoover of ryanhoover.me. And hi again, welcome to Optimal Startup Daily. I am Dan and I'm here every single day reading to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship, kind of like an ongoing audiobook that's totally free to you to help you improve your business life. Now today's post is from Ryan Hoover and we're gonna get right to it as we optimize your life. How We Got Our First 2,000 Users Doing Things That Don't Scale by Ryan Hoover of ryanhoover.me. Great products die every day. It takes more than product to build a successful business, yet founders proceed without addressing the important question, how do we get users? No matter how useful your product might be, it isn't a business without users. With Product Hunt, we focused on user acquisition before we had a product. 20 days after its public launch, we had a community of 2,000 users that we acquired by doing things that don't scale. Here's how we did it. The MVP. Product Hunt, a daily leaderboard of new products, began as an email list using LinkyDink, a tool for creating collaborative daily email digests. Contributors submitted links to products and each day subscribers received an email of new and interesting products. I seeded the community by inviting a few dozen founders, investors, and startup folks I knew. To my surprise, people really enjoyed the daily email and the subscriber base grew organically. What began as an experiment quickly grew into something much bigger. Encouraged by the positive feedback from the community, I sought to build the real product hunt and reached out to my buddy Nathan Bashaw for help. The real product hunt. Over Thanksgiving break, we designed and built product hunt. Meanwhile, we reached out to contributors in the MVP and other respected product people sharing early mocks and gathering feedback. We weren't just doing customer development, we were getting them excited and making them feel like part of the product and they were, helping guide our design decisions. The conversation that proceeded helped us better understand our initial user base to build a desirable product. The private beta. Five days later, we had a very minimal but fully functional product. We emailed our supporters a link to Product Hunt, informing them not to share it publicly. The supporters were thrilled to join and play with a working version of something they had thought about and indirectly helped build. That day, we acquired our first 30 users. The Quiet Beta We still weren't ready to share Product Hunt publicly yet. It was buggy and we wanted to ensure people enjoyed the product before expanding to a larger audience. Over the next week, we squashed bugs, gathered additional feedback, and invited a few more people to join. Your first users matter. We knew how important it was to seed Product Hunt with the right people from the start. 
Initial users form the community's culture, and once established, it is very difficult to change. By the end of the week, we had 100 users and felt ready to share Product Hunt with the world. The public launch. I reached out to Carmel Diamikis, a reporter for Pando Daily. We met once before, and the respect I earned guest writing on the popular tech publication helped me land a last-minute meeting later that night. We met at Homestead, a bar in the Dogpatch district of San Francisco, and I told her our story and vision for Product Hunt. The next day, Carmel confirmed an article would go live the following day. Immediately, we hopped back into our inbox to spread the news to our users. Early contributors appreciated the note, hearing the backstory, and helping make Product Hunt a success. More than just share the news, our email included two specific asks. One, post a product. It was important for us to have quality products and a healthy level of activity at launch. We were about to make a first impression for many. And two, share the article. To maximize exposure, we asked early adopters, many of whom have a large following at Influence, to share the article. To make it even easier, we provided a click-to-tweet link that opened Twitter with a pre-created message. The launch was a success, and by the end of that day, we acquired our 400th user. The Drumbeat Beats Growth was fantastic, but in reality, user acquisition wasn't our primary goal. Engagement and retention is the most important at this early stage. If people don't stick around, press goes to waste, or worse, founders are fooled into thinking they're making progress. So why bother with press in the first place? The Pando Daily article was strategic. We weren't just trying to acquire more users. The primary goal was to get early adopters excited and prove to the tech community that Product Hunt isn't just another one of my ephemeral experiments. We kept beating the drum. We reached out to Chris Dannon, an editor at Fast Company. Similar to Pando Daily, I contributed several articles over the past six months, which made connecting easier. I sent Chris a draft of my article describing the story behind Product Hunt and the 20-minute MVP used to validate demand for the product. I believed the Fast Company audience would enjoy the piece, and so did Chris. Three days later, the wisdom of the 20-minute startup was published, generating another boost of growth. Soon after, we acquired our 800th user. The Manual Slow Growth Since public launch, we carefully monitored who was signing up, identifying influencers and those that we knew would make good contributions to the community. Tools like Intercom and Reportive were very helpful, translating nondescript email addresses into identifiable people, surfacing people's Twitter and LinkedIn profiles. Once we identified an influencer, Nathan or myself sent a personal email inviting them to contribute and linking to the Pando Daily or Fast Company articles to tell our story. A manual process indeed, but an effective way to recruit good contributors and open lines of communication for future feedback. We also asked for referrals, emailing people using the product to ask if they knew of other product people that would make good contributions. We could have automated this, but at the cost of delivering a less personal and effective message. Most people had a few friends that immediately came to mind and gladly made introductions. As with getting press, asking for referrals was designed to build a stronger, more engaged community, not just acquire additional users. Product Hunt is more fun with friends, with people our community knows, respects, and trusts. The more one-degree connections, the more people are encouraged to use the product. Our manual efforts growing the community paid off. 20 days after Product Hunt's private launch and several hundred emails later, we acquired our 2,000th user. The Uncertain Future Although we've found early success growing Product Hunt, the future is always murky. Smart and skeptical entrepreneurs ask us, will people stick around? 
How will you maintain quality contributions and discussion as the community grows? And is Product Hunt limited to the early adopter, tech community, or does it have mainstream appeal? We think about these questions and will answer them as the product and community matures. We embrace this uncertainty as the best products are often born from polarization. If everyone knew the answer, Product Hunt would have already existed. You just listened to the post titled, How We Got Our First 2,000 Users Doing Things That Don't Scale by Ryan Hoover of ryanhoover.me. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And thank you to Ryan. He is the creator of Product Hunt. Product Hunt is a massive product discovery site, although not just products necessarily, and people upvote and downvote what they like. So it's kind of like Reddit, but for product recommendations. Definitely worth checking that out. He also contributed to Near Ayal's book, which is another author I narrate here on the show, just yesterday, in fact. The book is called Hooked, How to Build Habit-Forming Products. It's well-reviewed and also very much worth checking out. Ryan actually gives away the first chapter of the book on his site, so visit ryanhoover.me, that's M-E, for that and a lot more. All right, I think that's gonna do it for me today here at Optimal Startup Daily. I thank you so much for being a subscriber and being here with me each and every day, and I will see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.